Shut up. Shut, shut up. Sit down. Strap in. Hang on. You don't need your mama's permission. This, this is the Battle, is the Podcast. Battle Podcast. Battle Podcast. Now, your host. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Jonder. And I'm Ray Ray all day. What up, Ray? How's it going, brother? Uh, not too good, man. Not too good? I'm about ready to go on another one of my tangents. Oh, boy, here we go. I'm about fed up. I fed missed up. your tangents, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm about fed up. I want to know where the hell all the men are at. Where are they? Anybody know where they're at? Because with what's going on around us, and I don't listen, I'm not going to get into... Polit- politics. I don't want to get into race. I don't want to get into all that other crap. I want to talk about what's important. Where are all the men? Where are they at? Where the hell are they? Because all I see out there we're going on is a bunch of people that are... Ex- I'm, getting, I'm getting wound up. I see a, a, a byproduct of what we talk about on this show week in and week out. The epidemic that has, that has plagued our culture today is a lack of the father. Mm-hmm. And it is painfully obvious of what's going on out there right now in the streets, in our, in, in our cities, in our classrooms, in our churches, in circles at the water cooler at work. We got to we gotta get our hands around this, man, because we, we got to get the men to start stepping up and being what God has called us to be. Yeah, there's too many of them either sitting on the sidelines, you know, watching out, seeing what's happening, or they're up in front of the cameras, pitching a fit, you know, throwing a temper tantrum. Well, I mean, the bottom, it's like, it's we got this mentality in this country that, not my problem, not my problem, man. Hey, that's you. You know, we got more people right now hiding behind a telephone. I call it a telephone, it just aged me, right? (laughs) Behind a cell phone, videotaping atrocities that are going on and laughing about it. Right. And, and my question is, is what the hell's the matter with us? I mean, what what are we what are we doing? I mean, when we're sitting there and we're watching videos of innocent bystanders getting beaten in broad daylight, and everybody just standing there doing nothing, we got problems. When they're more worried about getting more hits and likes on their freaking YouTube page and laughing while they're doing it, right. they're videoing this stuff and they're laughing. I mean, we've had incidents where we've had people uh, a while back. We had a couple kids that were videotaping a guy drowning. Right. I mean, we're watching this guy. You're watching. You're videotaping a guy drowning. How about you know go out there and try to so, uh, throw him a lifeline, maybe a, a a vest or get a get somebody to help him. No, we want to videotape it so we can have likes. Right. Get your ass out, Get your ass out there and help him. I mean, what is? Stop. Dude, I don't know what's. We. I don't know where the hell the men are in this country, but we need to start finding some dudes that are going to step up, get up, and man up because we got problems. I mean. Every time you turn around, it's somebody that's assaulting somebody, somebody that's talking negative about somebody, somebody. We got too many guys standing on soapboxes instead of standing on principles. Right. Hmm. I mean, and, and, you know, it blows my mind that we have come to this place. It really does. It saddens me. You know what? No, dude, it sickens me. It sickens me that we're in a place now where we accept this kind of behavior. I agree, man. It's just, it's horrible when you think about it. And, and even the ones out there, well, I wasn't anywhere near it. I didn't see it. I wasn't a part of that. Well, you're sitting there enjoying the video. Well, it's the same thing with, okay, porn. You're not sitting there making the video. You're not involved in the sex, but you're watching it. Yep. You're feeding the beast, right? That's it. We talk about the, the porn industry. I mean, it's a bu- every button click that you do, you're feeding that, right? So every time you click on this crap, you're feeding this fire. 
That's it. And you're you're producing something. Listen, so we live in we're a consumerized uh, based society, right? We're consumers, supply and demand, baby. So the more that we keep clicking on it, the more that it produces. That's and it. people are getting famous, getting famous because uh, because they're videotaping people's businesses being burnt, people being beat in the streets, people mistreating people. I mean. I don't understand what the mentality of the thought process is that and what makes somebody think that that's okay. Right. It's all selfish based. It's all selfish driven, man. These guys are out there. What can, what, what can I get out of this? What can I get out of this person's, you know, situation, what they're going through, what, what's happening to them? How can I gain from that? And like uh, our last podcast, we're talking about, you know, the conversation you had with your son. Once you realize that it ain't about you when you're no longer selfish and you're looking out for other people, that's when you become a man. Right now, we got a bunch of selfish boys out there wearing beards, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, well, we live in the age of the selfie. Yeah. You know? We're I, living for likes, I, baby. I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's all selfishness, right? I think that a, a large part of society's problems, obviously, is a lack of men mentoring young men, right? That's one thing, for sure. There you go. We've lost that. But I think another thing is, as I think people look for a way to put themselves into a box, right? Here's what I mean when I say that. Uh, I'm a Methodist. I'm white. I'm black. I'm Asian. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a Catholic. I'm a Christian. I'm a Protestant, right? Anything we can think of to separate ourselves, we, that's all those things that I just said are all human constructs, right? right? Yep. God made the human race, mm -hmm. period, right? Right. That's it. There's the human race and everything else is not that. Well, the other part of it too is, is we have to realize too, that it's okay to be different. Yep. That's what makes this country great yeah. is our difference. You know, we're not all the same. Why do we keep on trying to make everybody the same? We're not the same. You know, Paul in, in the Bible, and, and I'm just going to use this as an example because it's so true. There are many parts of the body, you know, and they're all just as valuable as the other one. You know, you, the hands need the fingers, you know, the feet need the toes, you know, the ankles, they need the legs, you know what I mean? The neck needs the head. I mean, it goes on and on, but they're all different parts of the body and we're all trying to be a part of the same thing, but we all add different things. We have different value that gets brought to the table. And we live in a culture today where we tell everybody, if you're not like everybody else, or if you're, if, if you focus on somebody else's differences or what makes them different, then you're looking at, you're looking at it in a negative way. Why can't we embrace the fact that we're different? Right. Exactly. You know, I grew up in, in the projects towards the inner city, Ray, you grew up in the country being a redneck, you yep. know what I'm saying? Uh, Fritz, you, I don't know where you went. Where, 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 <laughs> where you the hell did you grow up? Yeah, where did you come from? Fritz <laughs> grew up in a box. I mean, <laughs> I've been exposed to many cultures. <laughs> I was born and raised in South Florida, then moved to North Florida. Wow, that's a big jump. So he wow. went from <laughs> so he went he went from redneck to redneck. And I did some yeah. time in New Jersey. Oh, I did time. Yeah. <laughs> so you spent time in a foreign country. <laughs> yeah, I did. What exit? Yeah. Oh man. But we. All, the point is, is we're all different, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, I look at me and I, I like to call myself the feet because I'm always out going and doing and helping. You know, you, it pisses you off all the time, Johnny. Yeah, the humanitarian <laughs> over here. <laughs> but it, that's me. That's my goal. That's what I do. You know, that's what that's my nature is to help people out. 
And well, it wouldn't be so bad if you told her, didn't you know, tell everybody about it. Well, I got to take pictures. Man. I got to, I got to prove it, man. Because you have selfies. That's the problem, right? <laughs> Even the little gifts he sends on the cell phone are humanitarian stuff. Did oh, you yeah. get the one where he's mowing the lawn and oh yeah, happy oh, yeah. Father's surprised Day? he didn't have his shirt off. Oh, you know what I mean? My God. <laughs> oh, you don't want to see this with a shirt off anymore. Oh my no. God! <laughs> but the bottom line is, is, we're all different. It's okay. It's all right. You know, it's okay. Why do we? Why are we trying to force? A round peg into a square hole. You know, it's like... It ain't going to fit. It ain't going to fit. We're, no. we're trying to force feed something that's not real. It's not organic. And, and the, the biggest thing that, that gets me on all of this is the lack of humanity. You know what I mean? You're, you're sitting on the sidelines and you're watching this shit happen. Watchers on the sidelines. And you're, and you're not standing up. I mean, that's another human being, you know, being beat or drowning losing their life and you're just sitting back recording a damn thing are you kidding me living for the likes baby living oh, for the likes man hmm. love ain't got nothing to do with it you know and that yep. that's the whole gist of this podcast is to get these guys to freaking step up to open their eyes and as john likes to say to get woke you know yeah, i mean what what the hell are we doing man i mean and you know what i want to be straight with you and, and i've said this before part of the problem is the church yeah and I'm just speaking on the Christian standpoint. We 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 have created a culture where guys think that that you know they're Christians just because they show up. Right. You know, I punch a clock and I go to church on Sunday, and maybe I throw a little money in the 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 the, the, the plate, and and maybe I go to a group, and now I'm a good Christian. What hmm. what is that? Checking you know, it's that funny box, you say baby. That. Checking that box. I told box. my son the other day because he went out and bought me a birthday present, and one of them was a verse from Ephesians that I love. And he knows that I read the Bible a lot, like every morning. Right. And so he brought me gifts that were oriented that way. Mm -hmm. Well, we got to talking and he asked me, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, my answer to him was, listen, going to church makes you a Christian. Like me standing in my garage makes me a car. Right. Or a mechanic. You know what I'm exactly. saying? If I stand out in my car or if I stand in my garage all week, I ain't a Chevy. Nope. You can go vroom vroom all you right? want, but you <laughs> you could go sleep in the church. Yeah, you're a hell of a toolbox. That don't mean nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know? he has a big toolbox. I'll give him that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You're a hundred percent correct, man. It's not about checking boxes. It's well, and the other part of it is just this whole good thing. Yeah. I mean, where have we come up with this whole? You know, we're so focused on being good. You know, like. We where they become these little sin avoiders. Like if I can just stop cussing today, that makes me a good Christian. If I if I read my Bible five verses a day, I'm a good Christian. If I go to church at least three times a month, I'm a good. Most churches today say that if you go to church once a month, if you throw some money in the plate and you 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 serve once a month, you're an active member. Right. Yeah. Well, we talked about it on our last podcast too. I mean, we live in a culture where we throw money at it. That's what right. we do. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's really Seems easy to, to fix money. everything. You throw a few dollars at it. It's you know, and, and that's the problem. We got a bunch of good Christians standing <laughs> on the sidelines. See, I'm wound up. You call us redneck yeah, slow. Come yeah, on yeah, now. I'm getting I'm getting around. Standing on the sidelines, and we think because we're throwing money at something that makes us good. Right. Well, no, we gotta be the hands and feet of Christ. We gotta get out there and do something. You hmm. know what I mean? You know, we gotta get out there and mentor these young men and teach these boys how to be men. Well, just like at home, too, we think, you know, throw the Xbox at them, throw the Nikes at them, throw the shoes at them, throw this at them. That makes us a good parent. No, that doesn't make you a good parent. 
You've got to be a parent. You've got to be a mentor. You have to be a leader. And what are we teaching them? It's all about them. Right. It's all about them. And right now, we've got a, a culture right now where we got the me culture, and it's all about me. What can I, I don't give a damn about you. That's not my problem. And and half the stuff that's going on, these the, the people that are so, so-called, you know, for whichever side you stand on or stand on the side, they're more about being a part of something instead of just being something. Right. There's a big difference. Hmm. You can put a damn football uniform on, but that doesn't mean you play for the Patriots. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. Something you said last podcast, John, really resonated with me is that uh, boys are selfish and men are selfless. Right. Men are called to be selfless. So, so where it, are the men at? That's, that's it exactly where, where they at? at. Because you could be. It, it doesn't matter how old you are. I know some. I know some kids that are fourteen years old that are more men than some thirty-two-year-old kids. Guys, well, they're they're guys physically, but they're still boys. They're still all about me. Well, you could get on there, and it's like social media. Let me get on my soapbox and talk about this, this, and that, and do nothing. Right. Maybe, you know, I feel to make myself feel good about it, I'll throw a few, do- few dollars at it, but I'm not giving you my time. I'm not going to give you my talents. I'm going to give you a little bit of money. That's about it. And, and we say, well, we're doing our part. No, you're not doing your part. You're punking out and you're doing the bare minimum. Mm. And, and it's obvious with what's going on in our country today. That's it. And don't, you know, don't get this twisted. The whole reason for this podcast, we're not trying to bash people. We're just trying to get you to go, am I being a man? Am I being selfless? We're trying to get you to look within yourself. We're trying to get you to look at the guys around you. Are they being men or are they being selfless? Well, it's a question. Where are they at? Right. You know, we keep we keep walking into the, we keep walking into these groups and we talk about it in these circles of men and everybody's got something to say. Well, the time for talking's over. You got to step up and do something. If you want these young people to learn what it is to be a man, step up and teach them how to be a man. Right. Instead of just throwing stuff at them, getting them, to, we just want to be, here take this and just shut up. And and we do that. And you see that evident when, with the way people parent their children. We just want the kids to shut up and get out of our face and leave us alone. So here's the Xbox, here's the shoes, here's the money, here's this, here's that, and, and you know, get out of my hair. And then what happens is they're left on the, to their own devices. And we got we got college professors, we got teachers, we got preachers, we got friends we got neighbors we got everybody else in the world raising our kids but us right and then we wonder why they wake up and they don't have the same ideals that you have well it's because you haven't put the work in to teach them we, we get this mentality in this country let's let's leave it to the professional if i want my car fixed i take it to a mechanic if i want my house fixed i call a carpenter and if i want my kids to learn about jesus i'll bring them to a youth pastor right that's the problem it's your job. It's your responsibility as their father to teach them about what it is to be a godly man and to be a Christian. It's your job as their father to teach them how to be a man and to teach our daughters what a man looks like and how a man acts. And we got too many people depend on other people to raise their kids. And it's painfully obvious what's going on in our culture today. It's sad. It's scary. It really is. Yeah, we, do, we talked about it a little while back about how what, it, what makes a man a man. And you, like we said, some people say when I'm 18, some people say when I start a family, some people say when I get married, some people say whatever. But you know what? That's not it. Because there's guys out there who are in their 30s, maybe even 40s with a wife, with kids who aren't men. They're not leading their family. They're not taking charge. They're not stepping up. Well, like, they're not taking responsibility. Right. And we, we got to figure this thing out. And it, this ain't, you're right, Ray. This isn't a bash session. This is a cry, a cry for help. And the men that are listening to this podcast, 
We got to step up and start doing something. Talk is cheap, man. The time for talking is, is over. It's the time to start doing. We need to help these young people understand what it is to be men. And, and, and I'm just going to say this, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. If you don't want to do that, then shut the hell up and quit talking. Yep. Because if you're not going to step up and do something about it, quit talking about it. There's nothing that frustrates me more than when I get a bunch of dudes together that want to tell me what's wrong with the with the world, what's wrong with the church, what's wrong with everything else, and they don't want to step up and do their part to help change it. Right. When you yeah. ask them what they're doing about it, uh, well, you know. That's I'm, not my job. That's the pre- preacher's job. Right. You know? Not my job. That's the boss's job. It doesn't, it doesn't fly like that, man. You can't do that. And that's usually the first dude that's going to step up and criticize everybody else. Right. Make himself feel better. That's it. We got to quit talking, man. We got to step up and do it. That was one. That was the whole reason for starting this podcast. We're John and I. We we would sit around and we would talk about what's going on, what's happening in the church, what's happening in the world, and what are we going to do about it? You know. So we we're trying to figure out what's the best way to reach thousands of people. And we leaned on God Stories Radio, the producer, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, there's a definite need for that." And that was a, that was a platform because we took it to the you you took it to the church. And they completely softened the whole thing up. They made it into a nice fluffy ball of cotton candy, and that and that's not going to fly. So, what was our what was your next step? Your next step is how can I do this? How can I put out what God's put on my heart to make this happen? And that's what we're doing this for. We're trying to get you guys to open your eyes. We fall. We fa- we we fail all the time. Don't get us wrong. We ain't perfect. We're not trying to say we're perfect. No, but I mean, at the end of the day, we, we've got to help each other be better. Exactly. I mean, this, this for me is I'm just, I guess the other thing, it's not that I'm just mad, I'm hurt. I'm hurting for the men that are out there that, I'm hurting for these young boys that are out there thinking that they're doing something or thinking that they, they, they're acting like men and they're not because they haven't been taught how to be men. Right. And we continue to see it. We said on the last podcast, a couple of podcasts ago, I mean, the issue that we even see in the churches is that we're thinking the church is thinking like women instead of like men. And that's the, that's one of the other bigger problems. I mean, we've got to start getting back to the basics. I mean, we want men to lead in the home. We want them to lead in the community. We want them to lead in the church. We want them to lead in the workplace. And then we don't teach them how to be men. Yep. And the thing is, we're not trying to say that women have a lesser role or women need men. Everybody needs a man because a man has a specific role. Everybody needs a woman. A woman has a specific well, role. Well, a woman's not going to teach a man how to be a man. Exactly. Just like I'm not teaching my daughter how to be a woman. Yep. Exactly. exactly. I'm not a woman. I have no. I don't know how to be a woman. You know what I mean? I know we live in a culture and a society today that people think you can, but the bottom line is, is for me personally, I have no idea what it is to be a woman. I'm not a woman. I'm a man. Right. And so I understand that I can only impart that upon and some people may say that's questionable. I see you guys over there struggling. So <laughs> but at the end of the day, but I, I don't I don't know any other way to be. So for me, I have to focus in on teaching my son what it is to be a man and teaching my daughter what to expect from a man. Correct. And there's just not enough mm. guys that are out there doing that. And, and a lot of them, it's not their fault because they've never been taught either. I mean, it's it's a very it's a vicious cycle. And it's just it's heart wrenching to see what's going on in our culture today. Yeah, and like I said, it ain't about politics. It ain't about race. It's about fatherlessness in our country. Right. Where the hell are all the fathers? Exactly. We had a lady uh, two or three episodes ago actually write in and say that she's got three kids, two boys, and she's trying to find mentors for her two boys. Her, her last husband had passed away. 
So she's going to the churches and she's trying to get her, her two boys into these programs to be mentored. And the guys just ain't stepping up. But like John said, it's not necessarily their fault because they're being kind of pushed to the side and kind of held down. That makes sense. And to John's point, too, if you don't step up as a man and teach those kids those few qualities, what to expect in life, don't be surprised when they turn out polar opposite of what you thought they would. And I'm Mm. speaking from experience. I'm not I'm telling you what I know, not what I've heard. And those kids turn out to be prostitutes or in drug rings or have bad habits or hang around the wrong people. Don't be surprised when that happens. Do it while you can. Yeah, if you're not sharing that wisdom that you've got, how can you expect them to change? Part of it, though, too, is if you're being brought up your entire life that it's all about you and you're not being taught that it's about other people and you're so self-consumed, how do you even how can we? even begin to think about even noticing somebody else has got a problem because you're so worried about yourself all the time. I mean, and that's, and that's where us older men need to step in and go, look, man, you all about you. You need to get off that crap. You need to start paying attention to what's happening around you. Cause this isn't the world of Bob or the world of Joe or whoever it is. It's not all about you. You've got to step up and start paying attention to what's happening around you. Did you not see that woman trying to open the door with her three kids at you know two on her hip, one you know tugging at her dress, you didn't see that. Walk over there and open the door. It's that mm-hmm. simple. Baby steps. You know what I mean. You're not going to step up all of a sudden. And go, hey, I'm a man. Here we go. It's it's that selfless act and the continuous selfless acts, little uh, by but little. But in the other part of it too, if you're in an environment where you're continually pushed off to the side and you're made to feel insignificant, like you don't bring any value. I mean, think about it. I mean, the, the American church right now has totally de- devalued the elderly men in our churches. Yeah, Instead of empowering them and instead of encouraging them to come along the side of younger men, we've kind of like, okay, let's let's let you get back there and fade in the background. Yeah, show up, be a part of it, but we really don't expect anything from you. We really don't want anything from you. Just you know, just you know, just show up and, and we'll handle it from here because we've got this picture of what we want the church to look like, and it's thirty something. And it looks a certain way and it has a certain image. And the problem is, is that you've got these 30-something-year-olds that have never been taught how to be a man. And the men that should be mentoring them come alongside of them and told they don't have they don't have the ability or, or the, know that they want them to step up and do that because they don't have the qualifications to do it. it it's, a, it's a vicious cycle. And somewhere we've got to stop this and grab a hold of the, the reins of this horse that's running wild right now. Right. Because that's exactly what's going on. We say, yeah, the older men need to step up, but you know what? If you if you're going into a church every week, or you're in and you're in an environment today within our culture today, where you're told you're insignificant, or you don't have any value, or hey, whatever, old man, I don't want to listen to you. I'm, I'm gonna do, you know, you're you're ancient. I don't need to hear what you have to say. At some point in time, that dude says, you know what? They don't need me. I'm good. I'm just punching the clock. I'm just doing my time. I'm retired, man. It's over for me. I'm just cruising on my way into heaven. I'm waiting for that day. I can hit the hurt the pearly gates, you know. Like you said, man, what is it? Like ninety percent of the churches out there don't even have men's groups. They'll they'll sit there and tell you and they'll preach at you that you need to step up and you need to be the man and you need to lead the family. And then when those guys down there, you know, sitting in the congregation, look up and go, "Hey, how do I do that?" Oh, well, you know what? You know, I don't know. It just astounds me how that society today is just willing to just they really don't give a rip. 
about the older folks. Right. And what they've been through, the wisdom that they have, the things that they've seen, they could save us all a whole lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because we tell the younger generation they're smarter than us. And we're taught that uh, that our siblings are equal to our parents. Right. Yeah, you ain't no equal in my house. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I, uh, you I understand. I'm telling you, you ain't you. <laughs> you know, maybe family guy ain't that far off. I mean, but you think about it. You look at the the the, the culture we live in today. The kids always portrayed as a, portrayed as the smartest person in the house. Right. You know, and what and what is it based on? Technology, like the, yeah, or the dog. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the kid can use the the iPads and the phones and the computers, so therefore they're smarter than the parents. Uh no, no. But we have we flip flopped that, and some parents have catered to that. Well, they may know more than I do when it comes to that, so they feel insecure. So therefore, the kids got more say than I do. I'm not in my house. Threw me through a sliding glass door for just that thing. We were sitting at the dinner table, and I found myself on the other side of a sliding glass door. Glass all around me, and I can remember my mom saying, "Oh, Nick, you've killed him! You've killed him! You've killed him!" And I tell you what, that's the world we lived in, right? And that's the respect that we had. And And I bet found myself on my porch. Yeah, I mean that's you so much a spanky kid today, and everybody wants to call the call the cops on you. It's like we have we've removed discipline. I mean, a parent that doesn't discipline a child doesn't love their child. Amen. Yeah, because you might as well just say it's okay for you to go to hell. Yep. Because if you're not going to teach your kids what's right, because you know you're afraid that you're going to hurt their feelings or you're going to offend somebody else, you're going to break their spirit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just well. And the thing is, dude, it's not just the church either. It's no, it's, it's in everything that is put on TV. Like like Fritz was saying, Family Guy, The Simpsons, every um, what was the one with Al Bundy? You know what I mean? I mean. Married with children. Married with children. Yeah, but you know what the thing is, Ray, and I'm just going to be straight with you, dude. Let's hear it. We can say that, but the church should be better. They should. I'm we, not we have the We have the word of God that tells us the way that we're supposed to walk things out and how we're supposed to be as men. And, and, and why would we stray away from that or make exceptions or change that because we're afraid of offending people and not putting hairy asses in a seat? Yeah. yeah. I mean- well, if we if we say it too hard or we're too we're too forceful, then they won't come back. Well, you know what? If they're that damn sensitive, maybe they don't need to come back. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, though, the problem is the men in the church. The men in the church are too damn comfortable. Yeah, and they haven't been willing to stand up. And you know, think about it. I mean, uh, you get mama in there, you're still going to get the checkbook. I mean, mama's going to bring the money with her, so you can you know that's why it's you know you can gear towards women and the right, children. That's true enough. I mean, but at the end of the day. When there's a big difference between a submissive woman and an on fire a man that's on fire, right? Because men are going to ask questions and, and men are going to they're going to challenge they're going to challenge you, and that's that's the problem. I, I think to some degree they don't want to be challenged. Well, Mary, how's Joe doing? Well, you know, he didn't want to come this morning. Well, we'll pray for him. Yeah, you know, but we're glad you're here. Yep, we'll write that check. <laughs> <laughs> We laugh, but it's true, man. It is so true. It's and then we wonder why the world. We wonder why we're living like. That's why I said that we got to be better, man. We got to be better. And that's it. And, and the guys, hey, if you're listening to this and you are a Christian and you are going to church, where you at? Well, Stand up. I had a friend the other day say to me that the most people that she has met that are racist are Christians. And I said, well, that's impossible. And she said, well, what do you mean it's impossible? I said, there's no way that you can be a Christian and be racist. Right. And she's like, well, that I know plenty. Of, I said, you call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. But there is no way that you can be a Christian and be racist because God tells us to love 
people. Period. People, all people. God tells us to look at the heart of a man. And the last time I checked, when you rip a heart out of somebody's chest, you don't know what color the person that, that had that, that heart is. Mm. All those hearts look the same, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is, is that there's too many people walking around here wearing the name Christianity on their shoulders or on their backs or on their shoes or on their T-shirts, and they don't have a true, real relationship with Jesus, and they're a misrepresentation of what it is to be a Christian. There is no way that you can be a Christian and be a racist. Yep. It's impossible because God doesn't stand for that. Nope. And so the problem is, is that we got a bunch of people running around there with labels on them trying to act like there's something they're not. And then we put off this false persona, persona to the people out there that are looking at us going, well, wait a second, man. You guys talk about love and acceptance and everything else. And this guy over here is, you know, he's a raving racist and, he's, and, he's, and he says he's a Christian. Well, I got news for you. He's not a Christian. Right. It just blows my mind that we have come to this. I had a friend that came into my house, my best friend growing up, him and his wife, they're kind of, they're very liberal, laid back, whatever. They, you know, they, they're into alternative lifestyles and people, they have a lot of different circles they run with. And, you know, she, his wife said to me one time, Hey, so, uh, you're a Christian. I said, yeah, I'm a Christian. She goes, well, yeah, I'm not down Christianity. I'm like, why? She goes, ah, just, you know, I just got a problem with, with Christians because of your views on gays. And I said, what about our views on gays? She goes, well, you guys say gays. I'm like, no, we don't. God loves everybody. Right. God tells us to love everybody, period. I said, I love gay people. Yep. Where are you coming off with that? Because I'm a Christian, I hate gay people. I said, that's not what God tells us to do. We are not the judge, jury, and the executioner, okay? Sin is sin is sin is sin, okay? God deals with that judgment part. God calls us to love people. And the problem is we've got too many people walking around with this label that are misrepresenting Christ. And quite honestly, it's really pissing me off because there are too many people that are getting a misrepresentation. There are people right now in our country running around doing the stupid crap that they're doing, calling themselves Christians. Genesis 1:27, baby. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. It doesn't say... And God created black on that day, and God created white on that day, and God created Indian on that day. He created all of us right. in His image. And all. you know, you know, a little little bit of a biblical lesson here. I mean, Peter, who was the built, the, 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 was the rock that the church was built on. Paul confronted Peter because Peter was favoritizing Jews and told to called him out on it. Mm-hmm. Said God said that it's for everybody. That's it. Those were the those were the disciples and the apostles from the very beginning. Their people have their own preferences, their own whatever, but that is not the way that God rock and rolls. That's not how He does things. God loves all people. He lo- He looks at the heart of a man, and it's about time that we start stepping up and start looking at the hearts of people instead of their surroundings, their background, the color, and all this other stuff, and start realizing that God calls us to love everyone. Everyone. And the Bible tells us to love our enemies. Mm. I mean, people that are, are going to persecute you or come against you, God tells us to love them. What are we doing? Guys, it's time. We got to wake up. We got to get up and we got to man up. Quit making excuses and pointing the fingers at everybody else. If we want this thing to change, we got to do something about it. Grab a hold of a young man and teach him how to be a real man. Because when you do that, my friends, that's where the rubber meets the road. 